Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Workship books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. And we remember that God has a purpose for us in our work, to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God, creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to know that our work is part of your greater work of seeing your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 107, verses 31 to 38. This psalm tells the story of God's people in different work situations and our dependence on Him. Let them give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love and His wonderful deeds for humankind. Let them exalt Him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. He turned rivers into a desert, flowing springs into thirsty ground, and fruitful land into a salt waste because of the wickedness of those who live there. He turned the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into flowing springs. There he brought the hungry to live and they founded a city where they could settle. They sowed fields and planted vineyards that yielded a fruitful harvest. He blessed them, and their numbers greatly increased, and he did not let their herds diminish. Our Bible reading for today is from 2 Thessalonians 3, verses 6 to 13, where Paul warns us about the need to work. Hear the word of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you, brothers and sisters, to keep away from every believer who is idle and disruptive and does not live according to the teaching you received from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to follow our example. We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying for it. On the contrary, we worked night and day, laboring and toiling so that we would not be a burden to any of you. We did this not because we do not have the right to such help, but in order to offer ourselves as a model for you to imitate. For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule, the one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. 
We hear that some among you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy. They are busy bodies. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the food they eat. And as for you, brothers and sisters, never tire of doing what is good. Most people would define work as something you are paid to do. Such a definition is actually very limiting. It excludes the work which is essential for the functioning of our society, but remains largely unremunerated, such as care of children and the elderly, the voluntary work done through charities and churches and sporting clubs, and the earth care work of weeding. In the Bible, we do not see such a limiting definition. Work is that which you do with purposeful intent, paid or unpaid, seen or unseen. God is interested in all work which might not be valued economically, including prayer, caring for others, activities which lead to character formation and worship in everyday life. As we look to a future where forecasters anticipate that there will not be enough paid work to go around, there is a move to decouple work from the payment received. At one extreme is the concept of the Universal Basic Income, UBI, an amount paid to everyone to cover basic needs of food, clothing and shelter, regardless of the person's employment. It is an idea promoted by leaders in Silicon Valley, the source of much of the technology that is anticipated to displace almost 50% of the current jobs. And it was popularised in a Harvard University commencement speech by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, who said, We should have a society that measures progress not just by economic metrics like GDP, but by how many of us have a role we find meaningful. He said we should explore ideas like universal basic income to make sure that everyone has a cushion to try new ideas. The change of definition of work is welcome, although there are many critics of the UBI who see its potential to create a culture of laziness and entitlement and stifle innovation and productivity. Indeed, the Bible recommends that we should all work, that work is good for personal health and the functioning of community, and that it is good to reward work, although not necessarily financially. Paul gives some practical advice on work to the Thessalonian church, as we heard in our reading. He models hard work, reminding them, quote, We were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's food without paying it. On the contrary, we worked night and day, labouring and toiling, so that we would not be a burden to any of you. And he is critical of those who slack off and do not work. Quote, We hear that some among you are idle and disruptive. They are not busy. They are busybodies. Such people we command and urge in the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and earn the food they eat. In both his letters to the Thessalonians, Paul articulates our work as tied to doing good for others. Quote, Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. And in the last verse from our reading, he says, Brothers and sisters, never tire of doing what is good. God cares about all our work. Let's come to God in prayer. 
Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart. And let's pray. God cares about your work. Have you ever thought about all your work, paid or unpaid, as being valuable to God? How does that impact the way you see all your roles and activities? Share your thoughts with God. Reflect for a moment on the words from our reading in Thessalonians. How can we ensure that we are diligent and responsible in our work, as encouraged in this passage? What did God draw your attention to? Now imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, So, how's your week looking? What do you want to tell God about your working week ahead and particularly any new insights about this different definition of work? Jesus, you are the firstborn over all creation. Through you all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through you and for you. You are before all things, and in you all things hold together. In everything, you have the supremacy. This gives us much hope. Whatever the future impact of technology on work, we know we have a responsibility to you for all that we do with our hands. May we work hard to honor you for the good of others, whether that work is paid or not. Amen. We 
can subtly value people by the amount that they are paid. So why don't you go out of your way to notice, thank and honour those who are paid little or not at all for the work they do, such as mums and dads, cleaners, waiters, childcare workers, artists or anyone else you can think of. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that God cares about all our work. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before Him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, please share it with them now. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, God cares about all your work.